Hey guys, it is Tristan with Nerdut's Newsstand, and I want to talk a little bit and update the controversy surrounding Superman, Son of Kal-El. I also want to talk about the new Amazonian in Nubia and the Amazons, which I did review. So I will put that in the pinned comment along with a couple other videos going over some of the sales figures that I am going to very quickly go over. Now, I did get a comment yesterday, I believe, and it was from Lazarus Wolf 666. Thank you, by the way, saying, did I hear about the news that Son of Kal-El number one through four is getting another printing? And actually, number one is on its third print, and five is sold out of pre-orders. I didn't know this at the time, so I want to address it now. But there is a bunch of pre-orders. We are going to look at numbers. There is a bunch of reprints coming out. I do imagine that at least issue one and five, if you do not have them already in print form, they will be highly hard to get for a while maybe not i'm just sure at some point at least five and one will be a key and probably go up in price right so i want to talk about that but i also want to talk actual sales numbers and that's what we're going to do right now now with these sales numbers i went to again i got all of these from comicron these are all you know to the best of the ability these are perfectly good sales numbers. And I don't know why I'm justifying that, but some people don't believe that Comicron is sales numbers and it's just this weird skepticism out there. These are sales numbers. All right, we're moving on, right? I actually compared them. And I compared them to the most recent stuff or something similar. So I put in, of course, we have John Kent. We have Bendis. His first issue was Action Comics 1000. And if you remember at the time, he was doing Man of Steel, which was a six-part mini. He was doing Action Comics and Superman Comics, right? Bendis is coming. Everyone was so excited for those sales to plummet. Unfortunately so. But number one did okay. And then it went down substantially now as far as the rebirth superman by peter j tomasi that actually barely went down only a couple thousand units which is really awesome but i only have the sales numbers for one and two right now three are not out yet they probably won't be for a few weeks so what we're looking at here is looks like john kent son of kal-el isn't doing so well right what are these unprecedented orders? Well, you have to remember these sales numbers. And number one looks like it's about 68,000. Don't include any of the reprints that I've just talked about. The reason why I'm able to get numbers for the reprints from previous is because they are old. So it's likely that we will see that 68,000 rise to at least the same level as Rebirth Superman. Probably, honestly, above it just because it is getting so much media attention and it is getting just people, I don't know, necessarily interested, but they definitely want that number one. I'm guessing it'll probably rise quite a bit above Rebirth, so maybe 120,000. I don't know. These are my guesstimations. Now, as far as what we're seeing with it going forward, it's likely going to be cemented 
I don't know. I, I'm I, my theory right now at this point is because of the outrage, because of everyone getting upset. This is likely cemented. This there was a crisis in Loom. They could still redo it, but because the sales are, you know, beforehand, it looked like they were going to settle at about forty thousand. Now it's likely going to be quite a bit above that. And I think a lot of that is due to outrage and, of course, media attention, right? So it's likely going to go on for quite some time. We'll have to wait and see on that one. But that's a theory. You can't argue with the factual sales numbers, right? So with this being said, we are seeing a lot coming out from the likes of DC Comics, basically coming out and saying, yeah, this is doing really great. This is doing well. And we're going to put something out there that says it's doing really well. It's unprecedented orders. And I'm curious to see where those numbers lie, but we won't know for a while yet. So it is doing, uh, honestly, better than expected. That's that's the best way I can say it. It is time to update the issue with Gabe El Taib. Now with Gabe El Taib, and I have the wrong picture up, so we'll just talk about it. Um, he has been replaced, and all of his issues will be recolored. All of his issues will be recolored from my guess is because of him for one, giving out secrets, secrets like the coming out issue. It is likely because of that. They, it's pretty vindictive, but I, you also can understand it. It was something they were holding off on. And because of him, it was out there in the media and it was getting attention. It is likely that is why they are recoloring it because they don't want to pay him royalties. I'm just being real here. So, um, all right, we've got hi-fi on it. And that is a father, I mean, um, husband and wife team that do coloring and they've got the, uh, picture already done. They added some bisexual lighting. I think it makes them stand out a little bit more. It is a little, I guess, uh, muted in a way, but it does feel like at least it separates the foreground from the background. But either way, that, there was no issue with Gabe Altaib's um, coloring. It's fantastic. That's not the point. It was the fact that he went on to a live stream and leaked details and, and dissed the company. Well, <sighs> that cost him his job. Now, with that being said, let's talk about the last issue. The last, or not even an issue. So I reviewed this and I didn't see the undertones. I didn't notice it personally. But right now we are seeing the first trans woman in continuity. Continuity. That's important, right? Um, In uh, Nubia and the Amazons. Her name is Bia. They didn't allude to it too much or I think I would have picked up on it and also they didn't put out a press conference and I actually gotta give credit where it's due when it came to Jonathan Kent's sexuality they put out a press conference on by visibility day they knew what they were doing or I'm sorry was it coming out day I'm not sure um they knew what they were doing they were and this has been my problem all along using Jonathan Kent's sexuality to sell comics for one and in a weird way 
and exploiting it for clout, right? Nothing along that lines with this. Nobody even knew that there was a trans Amazonian until somebody asked Stephanie Williams on her social media. And she said, yeah, yeah, there is. And her name's Bia. And that was it. And then it got picked up, of course, by the media and people like me. But yeah, that I don't I, that's not an issue. Um, the old point of transitioning is to become from one to the other. Most trans people I know all want to be called the sex they prefer. So what do you do? This is a woman. It is that simple. Not only that, but we, this isn't this isn't the first time we've seen this, right? We've seen it in I did review Wonder Woman Earth 1. All three volumes. That was a hell of an edit. Yeah, I did that a long time ago. I actually would like to go back over and read it at some point because I was reading it under a very cynical eye. But even so, they talk about it and there it is brought up. And then you also see it on Justice League War. So this isn't something new. New to continuity, yes. So even so, I don't see an issue with it. It wasn't made into a media parade, which I can personally appreciate as somebody who not only does YouTube, but just as a comic fan, like it gets irritating to see all the backlash sometimes for really silly things. And when you don't parade it around in the media, you don't get the backlash. But then again, that backlash may have cemented John as our Superman going forward. So there's there's pros and cons to everything. But we got a new colorist, got a new Amazonian and the world's in an end. Pretty good day. Anyways, let me know, of course, what you guys think about either one of these. And I will see you in the next one. Bye bye.